Hey everyone, Preston here. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving me a review or sharing this episode with your friends. It really helps me out. Thanks. Alright, welcome back to the Metaverse Marketer. My name is Preston, and uh, today we're going to be talking a little bit about image compression. Um, Not the funnest topic, but this is actually something that I think a lot of businesses uh, really aren't taking advantage of. Um, So today we're going to be talking about uh, image compression and how that affects SEO. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about the basics of image compression, um, and then some of the best practices for image compression. And um, tools of the trade, some of the stuff that I use, um, and some of the more advanced techniques for image compression, um, and also some common mistakes that I've seen people run into, and uh, that'll be it for today. So um, let's first start off by talking a little bit about what image compression is and how it affects SEO. So image compression is actually a couple of different things. Um, the The term itself, image compression, just refers to Uh, taking an image, making it smaller uh, for the purpose of uh, making it easier to download, right? Um, And that's actually how image compression directly ties in and affects SEO, is Google ranks your website based off of how fast it loads and how fast certain elements of your website are able to um, be downloaded on both desktop and mobile browsers. Um, This is becoming less of an issue over time as 4G, 5G has um, really brought uh, really fast website speed downloads to uh, to mobile environments. So if you have a 5G connection, it, you can probably load most websites relatively quickly. Um, but especially for businesses that are outside of the, the U.S. or the European Union, if you are trying to get a website up and running, you need to make sure that it is running fast and efficient and uh, image compression is a solid way to do that um, for your customers. Um, Now, when we talk about image compression, there's actually a couple different factors. Um, We can talk about uh, image compression when it comes down to just the type of image that you're using. So one important tip here is that make sure that you're just not using PNGs unless unless it absolutely has to have a transparent background. Um, JPEG and even there's a new well, not a new file format, but it's called WebP. Um, Safari introduced um, WebP as part of their web browsing uh, image support for a couple years ago now. So there is literally no no reason not to use WebP on the internet now. It loads faster. It is going to um, make your website much quicker and efficient for people no matter where they're loading it. It's just, it's a solid tip. So... Um, there is a couple of different methods of compression that we won't be going into in depth on this podcast. Um, we're going to be keeping it focused on small business website optimization for today. Uh, but just be aware that there is a difference between lossy and lossless compression. Um, and there are different methods for using each and pros and cons to each of those, but I won't be talking about those, um, primarily because I want you guys to do the basics. Um, <laughs> when I have, almost every time that I look at a, a business's website, right, they've got way too many images, none of them are compressed, none of them are um, optimized for mobile, none of them are using WebP, they're all like, half of them are PNG, some of them are JPEG, right, some of them are like 
4K, right? Like, just keep that in mind, guys. You don't need to use 4K when you're adding an image to a website, right? Um, 1080p is perfect. Um, I would even argue that depending on what you're using the image for, you can even go as low as like 720p. Um, I'll even do that for some of the images that I use on my blog because my blog is a solid place for me to bring in new connections and bring in uh, new people who are interested in working with me. And so I want those blog posts especially to run really fast. Um, and you're really not going to see very many pixels on uh, a 720p graphic or um, especially on a 1080p graphic. You're just not going to see those pixels, especially when you're running on mobile. Um, on desktop, there is an argument to be made for using bigger images. So in that regard, I usually just advise um, use a smaller image for mobile and use a bigger image for desktop, right? Um, and if your website doesn't have the ability to support a website preview for desktop and mobile, um, join the 21st century. This is something that has been going on for a really long time, and um, you, you kind of need to hop on the train here. So um, let's talk a little bit about how image compression affects SEO. Um, it's already well known that how fast your page loads directly correlates to how well Google ranks it as one of their um, page speed factors, um, but how big of a optimization is it? Well, I'll put it this way, if you don't have any like keywords and titles and meta descriptions and any alt text on your images and stuff like that, I would do that first. That's number one. You need to make sure that you're including that because otherwise, um, you know, running image compression isn't gonna do a lot for you. Um, now, if you do already have all of those elements implemented, you're already working on a keyword strategy and you know what words you're trying to rank for, then yeah, you will see a little bit of an impact on your website. Um, I saw with a client of mine recently, I just had them take a look at the difference between my partner hosting integration um, and their dedicated hosting integration. They were using GoDaddy, which um, <laughs> GoDaddy is not great. Um, if you're a fan of the podcast, you'll know that I don't love GoDaddy. Uh, I have uh, problems with GoDaddy and how they charge people for hosting. It really is kind of ridiculous. Um, but just by, you know, taking a look at what other hosting options are available, we saw a 10-point increase on desktop in terms of page speed. And in terms of mobile page speed, we saw almost a 20-point increase in uh, in Google's PageSpeed Insights tool. Uh, and if you haven't used that before, that's just a, a free tool that you can use. Uh, I think it's called pagespeedinsights.web.dev. And you can run your website through a link that will tell you how well Google ranks it for page speed and where you can make optimizations. Now, for the average business owner, they're going to see the recommended optimizations and go, holy cow, there's way too much technical stuff here. They're saying to reduce JavaScript and, you know, reduce massive payloads. I don't understand what that means. Um, so here's a couple tips for that. Um, just number one, if you are using PNGs for anything that you don't need to, switch that out for a JPEG. Um, when you are uploading, um, there are a couple of tools that I use to make sure that I'm compressing or that I'm using a JPEG. So one of those is if I'm doing in bulk, I will use XN Convert. Um, I believe it's free for personal use, um, but you do have you should probably pay a license if you're using it for business. Um, but you can just um, you know grab a, a folder of a bunch of J or a bunch of PNGs that you have and compress all of those into a JPEG. 
And the nice thing about XN Convert is even on the free version, you can um, set the compression size to like 75%, right? So immediately getting the best of both worlds there. Um, in terms of a tool for your website, now there's a bunch of different plugins out there that you can use and install for um, reducing your, you know, compressing your images. Um, and most of these are going to work fine. However, I usually don't recommend doing these first. Instead, I recommend checking in with your hosting provider, uh, whether that's like GoDaddy or Pressable or SiteGround or Namecheap or, um, you know, whatever. Your hosting service should offer some uh, element of hosting or image compression, excuse me. And if they don't, um, then it might be time to find a new hosting provider. Um, on that note, this podcast is not um, being promoted. There is no um, hosting promoter here. Um, that is just a solid way to get the best kind of image compression is directly in your files, which is managed by your host, right? So uh, for my hosting service, um, it has a directly integrated WebP conversion mechanism where anything that I upload is going to be immediately transitioned to um WebP, so even if it's a JPEG, it'll be up transition to WebP. PNG is going to be switched to WebP, right? Um, and it also has a built-in image compression setting where anything that I upload, um, I have it set so that it's only going to upload at 60% of its original quality. Um, and so that might look a little bit worse, but overall my website's going to run faster because of it. Um, and that is one thing to keep in mind is that if you do end up installing a plugin for image compression, um, most of them will give you like a free trial, or I think there's a couple like tiny PNG will give you a hundred images a month. Um, but they kind of cheat you out of it, to be honest, where, um, they will like take one image and then create a compression size for every single image type that WordPress offers, um, not on the place that your image is installed. Right. So if you had it, if you had a, uh, an image, connected to one blog post, right? Um, Tiny PNG is going to run that through a compression and create an alternative size for um, for desktop, for mobile, and they're gonna do that and they're gonna create another portfolio image for it. They're gonna create a, a square image for that. They're gonna create like a 16 by nine image, right? So um, you end up going through that 100 images credit very, very fast every month. I had it on a previous website and I would go through image compression credits of a hundred in like three days in the month. So um, just something to keep in mind when it comes to uh, image compression. Um, if you are interested, my name is Preston and I'm a freelancer. I do offer um, WordPress web design services for small businesses that are looking to get kind of the most bang for their buck when it comes to uh, WordPress and um, web design marketing services. So um, with that, that's everything from me. Thanks, guys. Uh, I think that's everything that I wanted to go over for today. Really short one. Um, if you have any questions or would like to read the blog post that this podcast was inspired by, uh, please visit uh, metaversemarketer.com and uh, just click on the news button, and this one should be pretty close to the top. All right, thanks, guys. See you next time.